this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. It is Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, we do motivational. Now, it's Christmas week, though, so it's a special week. I thought we'd do something special. We're going to do this live right now. So I framed out a motivational speech, something that I would usually record and then put to music and put in my editor, and there'd be no mistakes, and you'd never know I messed up and all of that. What I'm going to do tonight on this show is do one of those, but do it live, and then however it lands, it lands. I don't get to edit it fancy. I don't get to cut out mistakes, so you'll hear it that way, and then later I'm going to take it, put it in my editor, and put music to it, and it's going to be on giving. We're going to talk about giving tonight. That's what the presentation is going to be for Motivational, Um, and we do that every Tuesday night. I think it's very important, and it's why we do it. You have to work on yourself, and the topic tonight is very important because this is a big key to unlocking your real potential and growing as a person, giving. And it's a good time to talk about it. Everybody's in the giving spirit. It's Christmas time, and I thought it'd be great. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight on the show. Last night was news, and if you missed it, you got to check it out because... (laughs) I am blown away by how good the new segment was. I oftentimes give myself shit that I'm not a real journalist. I'm a high school graduate. I was a stand-up comic. And I'm a researcher and history buff. What qualifications do I have to do news? Well, what qualifications does Rachel Maddow have? See what I'm saying? Like, dude, she's a paid propagandist. At least I'm doing it with integrity. And I presented something to you that if you really paid attention is very important and could help people see something. I always do that with the news. But last night, man, I think I really hit the nail on the head. So if you missed it, a great way to check it out and recap is the podcast. We are also a podcast and so is the Morning Yank. The other show, our morning show, that's a podcast too on Spotify and Google Podcasts and four other places. You can get them for free on Anchor Podcasts. So check it out and uh, listen to it. Maybe the visuals are too pretty. You know, last night Bert asked at like 42 minutes, is this still the intro? Well, dude, the whole damn show is so pretty now. I didn't even know how to take that at first, but I'm like, maybe, maybe, Bert. Maybe this show is wall-to-wall intro now. Who knows? So beautiful. You can't even tell when the intro ends. See what I'm saying? But, you know. It's all come through practice and growth. And that's what we do on Tuesdays is growth. We focus on that. That's our topic every Tuesday. No matter what is covered in the news, 
no matter what is covered tomorrow, I'll motivate uh, a conspiracy theory night. And, you know, it's our consistent. This is our consistent. The one thing we do the same every week is work on us. We talk about different things, but it's all about working on us. And I, I really like it. It's helpful to me, you know, and I hope it's helpful to someone else. I hope that someone else is getting value from what we're doing here on Tuesday nights and that this means something to you. That's why I'm doing it. You know, I'm sharing things that work for me with you in hopes that it'll benefit you too. You know, I'm no expert. Again, I'm a regular person who's just sharing himself with you, giving my experiences to you. And maybe you get something from that. And I know I do. I love sharing it with you guys and talking about my experiences with you and what works for me. So that's what we do on Tuesdays. And I do my best to give you important things that you will help you. I don't try to share bullshit with you or nonsense. Give you 12 keys to success or something like that. Just things that I actually apply, you know, like Master Xi, things like that. And it helps me. So to be better, because you can be better, you know. It's upon you to do it, though. That's the other thing we talk about. Like, I renamed the shows. I don't know if you noticed that. I started doing that last night. I'm trying to help us. We're so throttled and so suppressed that we have now gotten to the point where, like, last night we had 125 shares and 300 views. Uh, last I checked. Very good, right? That's our average pretty much now. 300 views per show. We stay there. See what I'm saying? Just like the crypto fucking market stays below a certain point. And no matter what, if it goes above, it goes right back down to that. Because it's being controlled just like us. My region's being controlled. And, you know, people see it later. A lot of people miss the live, you know. So many problems. It can get overwhelming. It can become or start to seem that it's not getting out. And this thing I'm trying to give you is not being seen. And and that this will never be seen by some of that may need to hear it. And maybe I'm wasting my time with it and I get discouraged. It fucks with your perception, but this whole world does that. And it's kind of what I'm going to be talking to you guys about tonight. So Merry Christmas to all of you, no matter what that means to you. Because tonight we're going to talk about the giving spirit and giving itself. And the importance of it and why you should do it as much as you possibly can. That's what the speech is going to be about. I'm going to start that in just a second. But thanks again to everybody that's here. And please share this out. We're live right now. So Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, it's upon you to get this out. And share the hell out of it. I don't care. Like on the Facebook page, for instance, right now, when you share anything, the show, anything from the page, it warns you first that we share bad information on this page and we're restricted and we're about to be taken down and we're fake fucking news that thing trump used to do where he pointed at cnn and it was so funny well now they threaten you when you share do you really want to share this because you could end up in facebook jail you could get a seven day stint maybe a 30 you never know what this crazy fuck's gonna say share the fuck out if you're afraid of them but they're really just bullies right Every time you share it, it's one more eyes, one more set of eyes that can fall upon us. It's why we stay at 300. They can't stop us, but they're not wanting us to be seen. So put it in comment sections. That's what Luke tells people to do. Get creative. We got to get creative. And that's going to be about that tonight, too. You know, with giving even, you can be creative. But I got a lot I wanted to say. And I want to make sure I get time to say it with you. And during our time together tonight. But remember to come back tomorrow night for Conspiracy Theories and Chill. And then don't miss Friday night. Friday night is the Christmas Eve edition of Prepping with Babels. And the only reason why that's going to be super special is, or Christmassy, really, uh, I don't know. Maybe her topic will also be Christmassy. But I'm going to be Christmassy. I have a fantastic Christmas t-shirt that I picked out to wear with Babels. I want to show it to Babels and you at the same time. So presenting that newest Christmas tea, and a great new episode of Prepping with Babels on Friday night. So again, uh, thank you guys for coming and sharing and all of that. And if you're ready, let's begin the presentation, which is, again, I'll remind you, going to be 
one of the speeches I usually would put to music and edit done live for you. And then I'm going to do that later. I'll put it in the editor and make it pretty later. And if you like it, there'll be an edited version with music and images you can share to people later on uh, to let them know what you learned from it or what you took from it, if it spoke to you. So if you're ready, it's Tuesday night. So let's begin. Now, it is so easy in this life to become selfish. In all honesty, it is actually kind of hard not to be. Now, I know that I am guilty of this. I can become selfish and I can do it rapidly. I'm very in introspective. I live in my head. I'll imagine shit. I'm an extreme case, but we all do it. I know I'm guilty of it, though. And it happens for many reasons. And it can be because you really do seem to be alone in this life. In a lot of situations. Bad things will happen, maybe. Or something tragic. It will really feel like you're alone. Essentially, maybe people are around you, but if you're like me, sometimes you will feel completely alone. And you're not, but you feel that way. And this feeling can cause resentment and form misconceptions of others even. And others' actions and others entirely. Just your whole perception of another person can be changed uh, if you let it get too bad. This resentment... And this can make you start to feel that good things in life are rare. And it can also cause you to become wary of sharing them with others. And when you feel you have been withheld from in this life, you will start to subconsciously stop yourself when you have opportunities to give you're not even aware you're doing it. It's that life has weighed on you in such a way that you have entered this scarcity mindset that there's only so much to give that's good and good is rare and it can cause you to want to keep it all for yourself, you know? So just by living life, which we all know is hard, you can become selfish without even knowing it. I get it because I struggle just like you, any of you. Life is hard, you know, and there's no point in lying about that. Let's just all own that from the start. It's hard for all of us, though. This is what I was talking about earlier with the misconception thing. What I mean by that is it can cause you to get so uh, inside yourself and inside your own mind and feeling alone and isolated, that you start to see others in a light they're not even in. You start to think their life is so much better than yours, maybe, or they don't have these problems like you. But if you really got to know them or ask them questions and got them to open up their walls and bring them down and they would expose themselves to you, their inner world, you would see you're not different. You may have different problems, but they still have problems that they deal with and things that Close them off. You know. It can feel like it's just so damn hard to make your own life bearable sometimes. And it's hard to provide a good life for those that you love because it just is so unbelievably hard sometimes. Life. But what if I told you that it is your own mindset making it that way. That you're actually doing that to yourself. You're closing yourself off from good by not giving it out. You've stopped yourself from receiving it. So I felt 
that this week for Motivation Night, it would be really good for us to have a discussion about the importance of giving and why giving is important and even breaking down what giving is. I think a lot of us lose sight of what that even is, giving, you know. And since it is Christmas week here at the Sean Yankee Show, and that has nothing to do for me, at least to, for me anyway, to do with the commercialized version of the pagan holiday that Christmas actually is. We all know that. But I just thought this was a good time to do a talk on giving because, you know, for almost everyone that I know, uh, this holiday is more about giving than anything and family and getting together and love and all of that. You know, it always has been in my experiences. Maybe you know people where Santa is the most important thing at your family gathering or the tree even or any of that that people will point to to say that, that the, you know, spirit of this holiday is corrupt because I don't think it is. But, you know, I also believe that, you know, an all-knowing God understands the amount of deception that we're under. And wouldn't hold you to something like that. And if you were having a family gathering with a pagan tree in your living room and doing loving things and giving, I seriously doubt that could be misconstrued as a celebration to Saturnella or whatever the fuck they were celebrating. So it's about giving. And this is a good time to talk about giving because giving is very important. And what I really feel this holiday has always been about in my life. So. I always did love that part of this whole season, though, ever since I was little, the giving part. I loved that when I was little. If you're really honest with yourself, so did you. That's why you love the Santa story. You know, if you're really good, someone's going to bring you presents. And that's just a beautiful story because you're like, oh, I'm going to be rewarded once a year for doing good. So, you know. If you think about it as a little kid, like a lot of people will twist that whole Santa shit and be like, you lied to your kids. Like, I never did it. I never told my kids about Santa. Um, but I didn't want them to not trust me is why I didn't do it. And I, I get the logic in that. So I'm not going to put that logic down because I did it. But I also saw the beauty in it. My, my mom loved it, for instance. My younger brother and sister, because she had remarried and had a second family, and they were 10 years younger than me. They believed in Santa for a long time because my mom went all out. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that later. But I always loved that part of Christmas. It was special. You know, even gifts from family members. But the magic of that one story I just wanted to touch on for a second is nice. And then, you know, when I was little, I made my gifts. So make something or give something I already had, but wrap it, anything like that. Or something I found that was cool. You know, or something very, very cheap. I didn't have any money. So I was just creative with my gifts at Christmas time. But, you know, I really loved it. Even if it was like an envelope with a handwritten note, it was special to me. But when you're little, it's not the thing you're giving. It's just that we were giving something. If you made your mama macaroni necklace at school, that necklace was fucking special to you when you gave it to your mom. You couldn't fucking wait to give it to her. And when she would wear it, it would be cool. You weren't thinking of it as a macaroni necklace. So it was magical when you're little. The whole thing. I always loved Christmas. And my mom at Christmas. I was going to talk about that. Um, she loved Christmas. It was her favorite. Like She was already a beast in the kitchen. So she killed it at that. Like That's one of my favorite things about these holidays, by the way. Like Christmas and Thanksgiving the food I, I love it i love eating like that like a like a king and big turkey it's awesome my mom killed it every year and but she loved every part of christmas like she would save year round for christmas and she went all out like i said my little brother and sister believed in santa for a long time because there was a fucking production because my brother and me were we were older we could be in on it there was theater um some amazing stories I have to tell you sometime. Uh, if one of these episodes ever fall on at Christmas, I'll do it. I'll tell you some of these. She would go all out. It was pageantry. And it was awesome. Like, for instance, at mom's house, 
Santa don't wrap presents. Santa's presents are unwrapped. Why would he waste time with that? The family presents are wrapped. I always thought that was really cool. Like Santa shit is right out front. And then, yeah, it's all the cool shit. But what do kids do? They're going to rip up everything real fast to get to the cool shit. Mom put it right out front. Unop- I mean, opened, not wrapped. Just right there. That's Teddy Ruxpin. You can see him from here. You don't have to wait to go over there and rip your box. That's him right there in my pile. Like, I know that's my guy, too. I don't have to worry. And I'll open the clothes and enjoy them and take the pictures because it's already done. I'm looking at everything I got. It's awesome idea. Santa don't wrap presents. Little kids get distracted easy. Mom was smart. She wanted to enjoy Christmas. And she saved all year for those gifts, the ones that were wrapped. Toys were cool. She saved for those, too. But there's more to that story, too. Anyways, Mom loved Christmas. And it made me love Christmas. And I would get excited to go there because she made it so special. And it was the giving that made Mom feel special about it. She loved giving us all of that. You know, all the delicious food and desserts and stuff. Cakes and cookies and all of that. And then the presents, too. All of it. And the love and the things that aren't wrapped. Which we're going to talk more about in a little bit too. And it always made it so special. And I'm sure it was. Ten times as rewarding for her. Because I always thought of it the other way. I'm like mom made Christmas so magical every year. And I would weigh it on myself. I'd look at it different. I would be like what did I do for mom? You know, my mom died young. And there's a lot I'd like to still say to her. But I gave to her by letting her give to me. You know, and Master She's going to help me see a lot of that stuff. Because this is all alive, everything. It's all happening. And, you know, yes, things seem wrong sometimes. But I think it's our perception in the end. That we're looking at it all wrong. It's not about how long something played out. It's that it played out. But that's also another show. Right now I just want to talk about giving. And that's what I loved about that. Was that mom loved it so much. But it is even bigger than that. Like the Christmas thing. That's great. It's beautiful. And I'm sure a lot of you may have fantastic stories. About your childhood. And Christmas. And I'd love to hear them. Giving itself is so much bigger than that. You must give because in this life, it is a simple truth. You get what you give. That's it. And that is not bullshit. That is a fact and it is a law even. And I'm going to show you why. It's a truth. That's what we do on these. On these motivational videos. I may not be an expert. And I may be wrong sometimes. But I will always be telling you the truth. Something I tell you to do may not work for you. But what I'm telling you is true. If you give. You will be rewarded. It is a law. And this is true in absolutely everything in life. And that is because it's a law of nature. This season, this holiday is known as a time for giving. But giving is an act that will actually improve your life. So during this time, I thought that we should talk about it a little bit. And really get into what giving is even. Because it's not a wrapped present. It's not a thing at all, even. It's an act of giving. And it can be something very small, seemingly to you. Just like me feeling like I was receiving those presents from mom. See what I mean? I was looking at it wrong. She looked forward to that all year, handing me that present. Me opening it, taking a picture of me smiling, holding it. Those memories were precious to her. So I gave those to her. And you don't see it that way because you look at a gift wrong. 
And we're going to talk more about that too. But hold with me. I got a lot to say. The main point is going to be though. That God made you. To give yourself. To this life. You were not made. To be a pretty thing to look at. You are here for a purpose, every single one of you, and you are special and can add value to this life. In fact, you are the only thing that does. Regular people, not special people. There's no such thing as special people. Those people are believers, deep believers, that they can do great things and they never quit. Everyone's special. Everyone. You were created by God to be great. And you have greatness inside of you. And that is a fact. That is also a truth. And for anyone that can get caught up on titles, for those of you that do not want to accept God, you can call it whatever you want. It's a fact. And even if you hide behind science, you will eventually come to this truth that this universe is alive. All of it, everything around you, and we are connected to each other. Same as you're connected to the ground, the earth, the dirt, animals, the vibrations. This entire world is connected and created. And you can call it whatever you want. The rest of speech done must stick to what I call it. Just don't let titles throw you from this truth. Because this will add value to your life. No matter who you attribute it to. You have things to give inside of you. And giving of them will actually bring good things back to you. You giving what is inside of you already will reward you. And I'm going to show you how not doing it is actually keeping you from things. See, we convince ourselves of this imaginary scarcity. But when you give, you actually open yourself up to receive. And when you don't do it, you are literally closing yourself off to receiving things. Giving, and giving again can be many, many things, by the way. But giving, the act of giving, always, always benefits you. Every time. When you give to another you are actually giving right back to yourself. That's why it feels good. It's exactly why it feels good. It's what you were built to do. When you're giving, at the same time, you're creating in yourself an attitude of abundance instead of one of scarcity, which causes you to grow closer to the true reality of this life. That you are created to be great and greatness is already within you. You are never empty and you are closed off by yourself to all that you actually already possess. These things are in you and you're stopping yourself from receiving gifts you already have. There are things in you yourself that you haven't found because you're not looking for them. These are gifts you can give yourself, but you're not open to receiving them. This attitude, this misconception of giving that we have all bought into that is only for special people or special occasions or done on special days, that it is only this thing or that thing has caused us to actually believe that good things are rare and could even be the thing 
that has pushed us apart by class and race as a society and made us so damn selfish. We have so much to give each other. We are full of gifts, literally. And our gifts, our histories, our cultures, our talents, our skills, life lessons, recipes, thanks, help, even just your presence or love when needed. These are all gifts that we give to others. And you actually get so many opportunities to give every day that you miss because you're looking inward instead of outward. And I catch myself doing this shit all the time. I am always trapped in my own head. My thoughts never stop. I have one of those brains. You may have one too, but even if you don't, if your head is full of negative, it is what you will focus on. This is something we've talked about over and over and over again. Your brain is a computer. That's a fact. It processes information and it will run on autopilot if you let it. And you're feeding it with negativity. Know that shit is true. And if you do that, that's what it will seek out. That's what it will find. The boss wants negativity. Find him shit to bitch about. And it will find it and it will be everywhere. I know this to be true, but when I force myself to be positive, I begin to see more good things. I also begin to see people that are invisible to me when I'm inside my fucking head. I can walk through the world and it'll be like I'm alone in it. I get so inside my head and in my own thoughts. I, when I have to force myself or I force myself anyway, anyway you want to look at it, to not being that way, I start to see people. And it's really cool. But also, that's come through a lot of effort. But effort's necessary to change your mindset. What, what the point of what I was saying is in this little side street is your brain processes information that you feed it. And that's a fact. That's all it does. It was, it's there for you. It's a tool. But it's your tool. But it will keep you alive and run on autopilot if you let it. So don't let it. And then look for these things that you can do. These opportunities to give, whether it be an act of kindness, saying something nice, doing something nice, anything. It could be literally anything. Something that, like I said, could be super small to you, but huge to someone else. You know, like a letter or sending them a card or, you know, little prayer things like what Dana sent me and Paul. In my Christmas card, these little prayer messages. I chose three at random. We're going to read them later. I just shuffled them in my hand and chose three. I love them things. They live on my desk. She gave me some before. Toilet paper man. I have tons of things that have been sent to me. Uh, Joan sent me postcards from where she lives. I love that shit. Those are gifts. And they mean the world to me. It may have been a small action for Joan to put those postcards in an envelope and mail them. To me... Something I will keep forever. I'm a pack rat anyway, but I'll never throw those out. Ever. Some of the stuff I'm framing. You feel what I'm saying? Special to me. May have been small to you. Huge to me. Get it? It's acts of kindness. These things that matter to people. And you can do them. And you have that ability in you. But you're not seeing it even. It's not that you wouldn't do it. It's not that you wouldn't do that. It's not that you wouldn't take the time to even say, thank you for the great service on your receipt. Even if you can't afford to leave a bigger tip, by the way. Thank you for the great service. Don't even have to add to it. I wish I could tip you more. Don't do that part even. Thank you even. Just thank you. On the way out, thank you. You're awesome. That little act will stay with that person the rest of the day. I'm telling you, it's a fact. I've had it happen to me. I work in customer service. I'm sure you've had it happen to you. This little shit that you could do, it benefits you every time. Now, I've started seeking out chances to do it. If I see a cashier that looks like they're in a bad mood, I'll make an attempt to try to make them smile. And I leave feeling good when it happens. When I actually pull it off, 
it works every time I'm telling you try it and i'm talking little things little bitty things whatever something you think somebody needs at the time do it and it'll reward you and it does every time i try it and i've tried all these things i'm telling you for myself first i don't share anything with you unless i think it's true and if I find out later that giving really doesn't do these things I'm telling you, I'll tell you that. So far, it does it 100% and every time. And the reason why is it's a law. When you give, you receive. That's true. So you, you should seek out opportunities to give whenever you can and whatever you can give. But be creative in giving because it's not any one thing. Everything has value. Every act has value. Value doesn't mean money or item. So be creative in your giving and you will find tons of ways to do it. And it will begin to make you feel better. And at the same time, create an attitude of abundance in yourself so that you won't be seeing good as scarce. You'll begin to see more of it. It will change your whole viewpoint and perspective and make this whole life much easier to deal with and maybe even change in effect and help others. So you have things to give, but you also have things you can't give. You have limits. This does not mean go give everything away, all your possessions. Go give it all away. Give, 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 give. All your stuff, everything on my desk, toilet paper man. I should give that to somebody. I should mail it out right now. Somebody needs toilet paper man. He would cheer them up. He cheers me up. Why wouldn't these verses cheer somebody up? All this. Somebody might need these cones. You know how hard these are to find where I live? You got to drive like 30 miles to get some cones. Maybe my neighbor can't find cones. And I should take them over there and I shouldn't smoke them. It's not what it means. You can give all the time and never have to lose anything yourself. And you're actually going to get things. And the reason why... Is God rewards you when you give because you were built to give. And giving fills you with joy because it's what you were made to do. And giving benefits you because it's the way this world works. Think about it. Nature. Everything gives to something else. And it's what keeps it all going. We're all walking around sad with our heads down like we're all alone. What would happen if we gave love out on every opportunity we had to do it? Or we told people, you're doing great. I think you're awesome. Hey, have I ever told you you're awesome? Every once in a while, not to be silly, but when it feels like it means something. Some other time you may have been quiet, say something. Or when you think somebody needs it, or you see somebody trying, and know you think they're doing good. Whatever. See what I mean? Those were all words and verbal. But it could be things. It could be giving them one of these. I had a lady save me from going to jail by giving me one of these once. At a quick trip. At like 11 o'clock at night. I was paying for gas and change. And I was counting it out. And I'm talking change, man. Pennies too. And it was like $7 worth of gas. I have shit. Middle of the night. I just got off work. I'm just trying to get home and the car's on empty. And this guy was being a dick about it. And in my mind, I had decided I had made the decision that I was going to punch him in the face. I wasn't going to say any words. I was going to finish counting my change. I was going to punch him and I was going to leave. I knew I would probably be arrested. But I had already decided to do it. And right when I decided to do it, a lady laid one of these right down in front of me. She didn't say a fucking word. And she laid it down. With the football guy facing up. It wasn't this card. It was a football guy. I keep it in my wallet. Football guy was facing up. It was a Rams player. At the time, the St. Louis Rams were here in St. Louis. Now they're the whatever Rams. But it was a Rams guy facing up. Rams guy up. I didn't know it was a religious card. It just was super weird. A lady just put a football card down in front of me. Right when I'm about to punch somebody in the face as hard as I possibly fucking can and walk out the door. It made me not do it. And I picked up the card and I walked out with it. 
I don't know why I picked it up. I don't like sports ball. It was interesting to me that that had just happened. I paid for my gas. I walked outside and I pumped it. Put the card in my pocket. I didn't even look at it. The lady came over to me at the pump. And she said she had something she wanted to give me. I walked over to her car. She handed me a hardback book called The Purpose Driven Life. She gave me that book. Which I never read, by the way. I still have it. I never read it. I accepted the book. And I thanked her. And she told me not to worry about it. She wanted to do it. And I walked away. And I put the book in my car. And she was shuffling her things over there. And I walked back over there. And she was shocked as fuck to see me. Like she had never seen me before. Looked uncomfortable. She's got her door open. I'm a strange man walking up to her in a gas station parking lot. Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now? So you didn't remember me. And I realized that. And I just said, thank you again. I'm sorry. And walked back to my car. Never read that book. I never forgot that happened. And I got this tattoo because it happened. No matter what happens to me in my life, it is on my body that that happened. That was God that told her to put that card down in front of me. And it was also God that made me interested in that card. Maybe pick it up and leave. And he made her give me that book. And maybe one day I should read that damn book. You know what I felt like it would do, that book? Life was really bad and it has been for a long time, maybe. Whatever, you struggle, life's hard. I always felt like that book wanted to give me easy answers, but maybe it is that fucking easy. See what I'm saying? It's simple. We've overcomplicated it. You're putting these blocks up in walls where they're not even there. I do it. I know you probably do it. But if you start to give all of yourself to this world, this world will open up before you because it is built to. When you interact with it properly, the way you're made to, it will change. And that's a fact that I know to be true. Now, it's hard to keep doing it. It weighs on you and you close back in. But every time you open back up, I'm telling you, you will find it. It's 100% accurate that it will work every time. You will always feel better and it will always reward you in some way. Every single time. Because good is not scarce. We are holding it in its vessels. So let it out. Because God put the good inside of us. And you're keeping it inside of you instead of giving it out. We are to give of ourselves. It is on us to give good into this world. So if you want better, you have to give it or you will never get it. You can wish for it all day. But if you are not giving out good, it will not come to you. You may think you don't have it in you to give. But that is only because you are placing value where the deceiver wants you to place it, not where it actually is. It's not on money and things. Sometimes money may, may be the right gift or, or a beautiful thing or whatever, a thing, an item may be the right gift, but it's not always. And it gives her everywhere and it gives her a lot of things. So you need to be creative and seek out opportunities because it is within you to give these gifts. And it will never run out because it is limitless. You are created to give of yourself the gifts placed within you. So give them and then watch your rewards multiply. It's just a fact and it is true. You must give to receive. And if you give, you will receive. So give as much as you can and as often as you can and seek out ways to give different ways, ways you may never have thought of and learn to start seeing value and learn to see when people give to you and appreciate it because that was special to them to do that. When someone does something nice to you out of the goodness of their heart in this world, that is an act of kindness that we need to appreciate too. You need to See it when, when it happens and, and recognize it for what it is and not brush it off. 
sometimes people will be holding the door open for you, for instance, and you'll be like, mm, you didn't really need to do that or kind of brush it off. Thank them. Whatever, man. That was an act of kindness. They have to do that. No matter what. Sometimes I'll take it as an inconvenience even when someone will do something nice that I may think slowed me down a bit. Stop doing that. Accept those gifts. Learn to see them for what they are. In these interactions, you get opportunities to give gifts. Give them. And don't feel like you'll run out. Because you never will. And the more you give, the more you will receive. And that's a fact. So I want to thank everyone in my life that helps me. You know? Everyone that is there for me when I need them. Because there were so many times in my life when I needed people and there was no one. But even now that I have these people, I'll forget that I have them. It's shameful to say that, but I'm just being honest. Like you'll get so stuck in your head that you'll forget there are people that love you. And you're closing yourself off. I do it. I will make myself feel alone when I could reach out. I'll start to give excuses why I can't do that. But I'm doing that, though. It's my mindset. And I hope that I'm giving you all something, those of you that do help me. And give and support what I do, what I'm doing here, and the things I'm giving to you. I hope they have value and you appreciate them. Because I can no longer even see it, man. I'm just giving you my best every day. Never do this. I have, I never get on here and just hit live. I don't. I prepare and I, I research and I, I get as much stuff as I can for you. And I try to put together something solid. And sometimes it goes wrong or sideways, but it's live. I always try real hard to bring you something of value. And then I deliver that with integrity. And now I just try to share myself as honestly as I can with you. Because these censorship platforms are separating us. And it's almost like we're being pulled apart. And I worry sometimes that maybe somebody didn't even see what happened there. Like, we just had a beautiful show. Did people see it? Did it get out? Because I'm just giving you what I think you need. And, and I hope you like it. So that you'll let me keep giving it to you. Because I love giving it to you. And I want to thank all of you for letting me do that and gathering here every day and allowing that and letting me grow into this gift that God gave me so that I can share better. This whole thing has been so beautiful and every bit of it has been made possible by this night. So I hope that it helps you and you find value in it because it's why I'm doing it. So, thank you to everyone. And I want to end my little speech with these cards I chose at random from the Christmas card that Paul and Damon sent me, which meant the world to me, that act. And I have some cards, too, that people are going to receive. And uh, they'll be late, as well as most things that I'm trying to do. But I'm trying to do so much. So many balls in the air, and a lot of them fall. And I make a lot of mistakes. I miss a lot of opportunities and sometimes I'll focus on those when really what I should focus on is how much we've accomplished, how much good's been done and how much I've made of all this and we've made of all this and find the value in things in other ways and appreciate them more because they're special and it is special. So again, like I said in the little speech, we think of giving in the wrong way, but we think of a lot of things in the wrong way, and that's what we work on on Tuesdays here. But I'm just going to read these at random the same way I selected them, and I don't know what they are. So we'll see here, because the whole stack now is there, and I shuffled them. First one here is, uh, hold on, on one side it shows you what, what verse it is. I don't know if you can even read that. There's so much glare from my light. But collision, and I don't know if I'm saying this right. Don't be mad at me. 
Colesians, I think, 3-2. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. I like that. These are Bible verses, and I want to learn that. I think the word has value. I think it's been manipulated, and a lot of things are missing, and some things that I believe are canon are not considered canon, etc., etc., and so on. But I do think it has value. I do like it. I always feel nice when I read it. So here's the next one. Be strong and take heart. All you who hope in the Lord. That's beautiful too. That was Psalm 31, 24. These are nice though. Because like no matter what frame of mind you're in, like Paul was saying, you can just pick one at random and read it. It always makes me feel nice. I like to surround myself, especially on my desk with things like that. Like Toilet Paper Man or, you know, Millhouse over here with the gun. Like if I feel like I need to be a badass, I'll put Millhouse up. And I'm like a child like that, though. I like that. Like, I look at something positive. At work, for instance, now. Uh, I work at a place where there's a lot of travelers, so they have TVs up that constantly play Weather Channel. And even though it's all cartoon pictures, I find it soothing. They're beautiful sometimes. And they show a lot of nature pictures, too. But... I, it's a big-ass TV. It's way off in the distance, but it's big. And it's right in my line of sight. And if I get stressed, I can look at it. And they'll usually have something pretty like water or birds or a fake picture of the earth, but still kind of soothing because they'll put weather lines on it, which are also fake, but they're nice. It's moving and soothing. Something to look at. I appreciate shit like that because it helps me. But and these help me too. So, you know, again, maybe they'll help you. But the next one, the last one that I chose for you at random is trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understandings. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I'm glad that was the last one. That's the one that God wanted me to see. He may have wanted one of you to hear the other ones. That's the one that spoke to me. That's the one I need to do. I need to do that. That's got to go right here on my keyboard. Right there with the reminder to join Dollar Shave Club. It takes a lot of razors to keep your head smooth. You know, and I got to be smooth and pretty for you guys every night. That's important. But, you know, I want to thank you guys again for doing this and, and, and coming here and stopping by even when you can't and saying hi. I love that. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you guys. But Babels is right. You give love to receive love too. That works. You ever seen that movie Fireproof? People make fun of that movie. I, I like that movie, by the way. Um, it's cheesy, yeah, right? But so, okay, Michael Keaton plays a guy. He's a firefighter. Not Michael Keaton. Why the fuck did I say Michael Keaton? It wasn't Michael Keaton. It was that dude from that show. What was that show? Anyways, Cameron something. I fucked up his name. I'm going to let it go. Though. I'm going to forgive myself. Kirk Cameron. Yeah, Kirk Cameron. He is in a movie called Fireproof. I'm going to start over. Dumpster fire over, restart. Fireproof is about a guy who likes porno. Something all guys like, by the way. And the reason why they do, and I'm going to tell you because it's scientific, is guys are visually stimulated. We need something to look at. They'll bullshit you. They, they can use their imagination. But I have a fantastic imagination. And I struggle. So I don't know if it's my childhood that I grew up with a stash of Playboys, I got to have something to look at. And I'm going to do it. If you make me lie to you, then I'll, I'll have to. But I, I have to release something, and it has to be done, and I need something to look at. And that's all it is. But in this movie, it's a huge deal to the wife. She's going to leave him. He's got to give up the porn. It's a Christian movie. So he, at first, is mad and defensive, but he finds out from his dad this really deep message that is the central theme of the movie. If you start loving her completely, she will return that and your marriage will be saved. And that's the thing. He just starts doing for her. She's done with him, by the way. He's a pervert, as we've already established. And he won't stop. She keeps catching him. She goes to his browser history and he won't knock it off. He keeps doing it. Stop it, she said. And he won't. So she don't love him no more either. Either, And he keeps giving her flowers, doing nice things. And my wife loved it. At the time, I was going through like marriage counseling, the end of a marriage. She loved it, ate it up. 
she didn't like it because she planned on doing it. She wanted me to do it, of course. But, you know, if I had, I may have saved that marriage. I'm glad I didn't, but I may have. That's what she wanted me to do. I didn't like the theme of that movie because he's not hurting her. Like, maybe they could have a talk about why the porn is bothering her, but it's something to look at. And really, when you start to shame someone for something, you really only make them hide it. So the best thing would be to talk about it. That movie should have really started with some, a little earlier maybe. Maybe they already went to counseling. Maybe they talked about it and he just wouldn't knock it off or he had a weird fetish they didn't get into in the movie. I don't know the details. I just know that porn ain't really a good enough reason to want to divorce your husband. All I was really saying. At least not in the way they established it. So I thought that was silly. But the theme of the movie was cool. The story his dad told him. The gift his dad gave him with that knowledge. I don't know why I started that story. I got sidetracked on the porn thing. Uh, and I could tell you why, but we're at 57 minutes. Some people have a problem with that stuff. But I just wanted to tell you why actually people use it. And I wish I hadn't I wish I hadn't told the fireproof story because then I got weird right at the end and I'm not going to finish the story. Some other time, remind me, and I'll tell you why I said it. But anyways, I hope what I had to say tonight was understandable the message, the, the story of giving, not the last part. That was gibberish, but the, the story of giving. I hope that got across. And uh, the, the value in it, how it can change your whole perspective and help you even. So I hope you got that. And then I'm going to edit it, like I said, and put it in my sound thing even and make myself sound like butter. Lay it to music, put it up to visuals, and y'all can share that out if you liked it like any of our other motivational videos. And maybe I'll do them that way. That was more fun because, you know, usually I'll do that and then I'll edit it and take out what I don't think fit or if I rambled or said something redundant or messed up and then put it together. But I like it better when it's like you get no second shot at this. It felt nice. Anyways, I hope you did too. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, if you liked hanging out, there's another chance to do that. Coming up later tonight, in fact, in exactly 61 minutes, the quickie's going to drop. I make a quickie out of me and Paul's show. We do a morning show for the Sean Yankee Show page. And the Sean Yankee Show uh, brand, in fact, we're going to eventually be off the website. So it'll be a show on there eventually. But our show, I do a show to promote it, me and Paul's show, because it's so great and it's on in the morning so a lot of people are at work and they may not even know it exists but once they find it there's a ton of episodes to listen to and they're going to love it so we try to show them about it as much as we can this is an evening yank but it's a quickie so it's special i made it fancy and put little things in there that made it pretty and it's the best moments of the yank but there's so many more moments you only get a third of the yank for instance but little extras in it and it's out of order, so it won't mess up the full yank. So it's a, a short yank where you still get release, but you will need to see the full yank. You'll want more even. So it's going to make you like the yank even more if you love the yank. Show up. I'll be there peeping out with you. This happens in 60 minutes. If you're on Facebook, it is on the morning yank page. We're trying to grow that one. Now I'm going to put the announcement up right after I end this. So that'll be there, and it's going to start at 9 Central, 10 Eastern. So in 60 minutes, quickie, Morning Yank page on Facebook, same place you're at on Rumble and YouTube. And that's where we'll be in an hour, and I'll be hanging out. It's going to be super fun, best moments of the Yank, and with little extras. It's really neat. It's called a quickie. And that'll be there to share, too. So stop by for that, and I'll enjoy seeing you there and have fun hanging out with you and showing you something I love that we give you guys every week. And now it's on Mondays, by the way, because we can do it live again, but it's Mondays, which is better, really, because it's the beginning of the week. You start the week with a strong yank. You have a better week. It improves your mindset. See, we're always helping and always giving to you. These shows and everything we do, it's all for you. It's a gift. And I hope that you are having a good time. And I hope that you value it and appreciate it and love it as much as I love it. So thank you, guys again and thank you for hanging out tonight and thank you for listening to this and if you thought it was important and valuable and special and would help someone share it out get it out there 
I don't care on Facebook if they warn you. They're bullies and they're just running their mouth. We've been restricted for like a year, right, Lolly? They're never going to shut us down. And if they do, we got a backup page. They're just talking, man. They don't want you to share. All that's to do is to stop you. Share it five more times than you were going to just because they told you not to. That's what I used to do. My dad would tell me no. I would find a way to do it, man. I'm I'm like that, though. I'm rebellious. You tell me not to do something, I'm doing it. I'll find a way to do it. I'll make it okay. Tell me I can't. I'm doing it. Thank you guys for watching. Have a great evening. Come back for the quickie. Happens in 58 minutes. Thank you.